Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. Thousands of articles and podcasts over at AmericaOutloud.com. So if you've not done so already, you want to be sure to go check it out. It really is a great website. I'm back tonight, and the first thing on my mind I want to discuss is Joe Biden's recent trip to the southern border. I know we've already discussed that this week, and a lot of people have talked about it throughout the week, but I'm going to bring it up once again because I haven't gotten to talk about it yet. And I want to say that this was just another photo op for the Biden administration. Coincidentally, Joe Biden went to the same exact spot that Kamala Harris went when she visited the southern border, El Paso. And Rob and I were saying at the time, the reason Harris is going to El Paso is because it's not as bad as the rest of the southern border. Well, we all saw what happened when Biden went to El Paso. It wasn't a real trip to the border because they cleaned up the entire city. Um, The before and after pictures were unbelievable what kind of condition the city was in uh, before the cleanup and after the cleanup for Biden's photo op. I don't know who they're fooling, but it's clearly not the American people who have two sets of eyes and can see these pictures from just a couple of weeks before Joe Biden's visit. This was just another Uh, example of the Biden administration pandering, pretending they care about this border crisis when it couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, last year, they set the record by over a million with the amount of illegals that are coming into our country. This Biden administration's open border policies have done exactly as it promised. If you remember, during the presidential debates of 2020, Joe Biden promised he would give illegals free health care. Uh, He'd let them have driver's license. He'd give them health care. This was all in the Democrat debates. And Joe Biden was one of them that signed up and said, yeah, I would give him that. And now we see the results. The illegals heard this. And even though a lot of them aren't getting free health care and other things, they think they are. So they're coming across our border at record numbers because Joe Biden has promised them a list of freebies. Rob, what are your thoughts on the ongoing border crisis and the Biden administration's continuation of just denial? Well, Andrew, glad to have you back. But one of the things that you said is that good Biden, to be back. <laughs> well, in your in your absence, I had on Heather Robinson and BB Diamond, and we actually discussed some of Biden's well, not some, but all of Biden's flaws. But we came to the conclusion. And it's unfortunate, as it is with the border, that it never happened, him telling illegals to come here, if the media does not acknowledge it. What do I mean by that? As you said, we see it. We see what's happening. We heard Biden say during the debates, when he was asked the question, should they come, illegals, will they be returned and initially he said, no, they shouldn't, they shouldn't come. And then he said, no, they, they should come. And so they're coming. A week or so ago, you had Martha Raddatz to ask him the question. Well, she asked the governor of Texas the question. She said, well, why are you saying that Biden told them to come? He never said that. And so they ran the tape with Biden saying it. But see, if the media doesn't acknowledge it, No one else is going to acknowledge it. 
because the media is the voice. They're putting out all this disinformation and misinformation. And they want you to think that it's not happening. But in actuality, it is happening. Like you said, they went to El Paso. Now, El Paso is in bad shape. But as we had one of the a woman who was running for, I think, Congress, Irene Jackson. Tex, Jackson, and she even said, why are they coming to El Paso? Yeah, it's bad, but they need to go to the real areas. But see, Biden went there because it was beginning to build up. People started to say, well, why won't he go there? He created this disaster. And they waited for the perfect moment, picture perfect moment. They cleaned up all the streets, well, the streets where he was going, and, and desanitized it, sanitized it, made it seem as if though nothing, nothing that you had done wrong was actually happening. The moment he left, they put the people back on the streets that were coming across. And there you have it. I read an article in the New York Post and the New York Times, believe it or not, whereby illegals that have been welcomed to New York City by the ultra, ultra, ultra liberals, they're placing them and these five-star hotels. Now, some of you would say, well, they can't pay for that. Of course they can't, but the city is paying for it, New York City. Well, they're paying for it for now until the, the city goes belly up, just blows through the budget, bu the budget, rather. So they're putting them up in these five-star hotels, and they're feeding them. And you know what? These illegals have the audacity to turn away the food that's been given to them putting it in the trash. Instead, they're bringing out their hot plates and preparing their own foods. They're trashing the rooms. They're having parties. Women are being sexually harassed, assaulted. Go online, Google it. You can see the pictures. Rooms that have been trashed, full of beer cans. But they're telling us, oh, we want to come here because we're trying to flee political persecution. No, you're not. Let's be honest. You're coming here because Biden said that he's going to give you all these freebies. And then there are other people who are coming here the right way. They're waiting in line, paying for attorneys, waiting for years to prove themselves worthy of coming here to our great country. Whereas these ultra, ultra liberals Oh, let them come. And I see these coat dries. Oh, they need coats because they're cold. They need sanitary napkins. They need this. They need that. What about the homeless people, Americans on the street, that need these basic necessities? But you have these diehard liberals that feel as if though, oh, I'm, I'm doing my part. And, and I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. It's these wackadoodles, liberal white people that feel as if though we've done wrong, so we've got to do right, as if though this is going to get them closer to heaven. It's not going to get you any closer to heaven. Some of you don't even believe in heaven. But you think it's going to get you a brownie point by allowing these illegals to come into the country. And oh yeah, they're coming in, they're smiling. And they're not just Mexicans. You have Chinese that are creeping over here, people from Africa, from the Middle East. Why are they coming here through the Mexican border? Why? Well, we know why.
the Democrats want them here because they're thinking, you know, these Americans, they're so stupid and dumb. We can't get them to vote for us. So let's just bring in a fresh batch of people who will vote for us. We won't have to worry about them. We know that they'll automatically vote for us. Now, of course, the moment they change, they'll kick them back. But you don't see them looking to get bring the Cubans here because the Cubans know what they're up against. They know about these radical governments, socialism, as well as the Venezuelans. But the people from El Salvador, Mexico, Colombia, bring them all here. Oh, yeah, we want them here. Because we're going to put them on welfare, keep them on welfare, keep the women barefoot pregnant, let the men come here, drink, get these $2 jobs, driving down the, the, pay, the wages of Americans, and they'll vote, for them. they'll vote Democrats indefinitely. Because if you look at history, and history is always a benchmark that we need to look at, history will show you, going all the way back to Bill Clinton, moving up to George W., moving up to Barack Obama, they all said the same thing. We need to fix our borders. People should not come here illegally. Chuck Schumer said it, said it on the House floor. Nancy Pelosi said it. And so many others said the same thing. But when they realized and looked at the numbers and they were told by these lobbyists, let them come here. You can replace your own Democrat voters who can't get it right. And these folks will vote Democrat indefinitely. So the rush to have them here. And so when I see these judges that are saying, oh, well, let them come and we can't do this and we can't. I don't trust the judges at all. The Supreme Court the other day said we need to put a stay. Let them keep coming here. Like, why? So you two are buying into this whole thing with, oh, they're being politically persecuted. And why can't they come here? Because we have border walls. That's the reason why. A country without borders is not a country. Every country has borders. Do you actually think I can go to Mexico and just camp out? Absolutely not. Do you think I can go to Canada and just camp out? Absolutely not. I don't, close, I don't care how close Canada is. I don't care if I can walk across the border to Canada. But when it comes to the United States, oh, let them in. If you don't, you're racist, you're prejudiced. If the media doesn't acknowledge it, it never happened. So what we see right now that's happening, the media is saying, oh, don't believe your eyes. The same way they said, don't believe your eyes during the riots of 2020 that was committed by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Oh, it never happened. Don't, don't look at that. But it did happen. The same way the media told us that Trump should be tried and hung is treasonous for having Classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. And Trump said, but I'm the president. I can declassify anything. Oh, no, he can't. There has to be a certain method, a methodology. You've got to do it this way. Even our very own Bill Barr came out and said the exact same thing. He should be impeached again. They should bring him in. They should try him. He should go to jail. And now all of them, Wyatt, as a church mice, Cry it. Now that we found out that the current so-called president, Joe Biden, whom I call resident because the election was stolen, did the exact same thing. But, you know, he couldn't 
do what Trump did because he was the vice president. Had classified documents at his Center for Government Studies at UPenn. How did he get that? Oh, well, he just they just gave it to him because they got access to the president. So he had did the same thing, but even worse, because he didn't declassify the documents that he had weren't declassified. Yeah, now we're hearing there's a second set of, decla- or of classified documents that Biden had. A second set of documents that he took when he was a vice president. The vice president does not have the power or the authority to declassify, whereas the president can. How did he get this? And I, again, I say it was at UPenn. And you know what, what, else, what else was at UPenn? The person who was over the center, Ezekiel Emanuel brother of Rahm Emanuel. He was over the center. And what was he doing? Peddling influence and access to the president and vice president. Peddling access to those documents, those crucial documents. Well, what was in the documents? Information about Ukraine, information about Russia. Man, those manual boys are all over the place. All over the place. You know what? They're all over the place, but they're not in jail and they should be in jail. (laughs) They should be in jail. But it gets better because the president at the time of UPenn was Amy Gutman. Well, who is Amy Gutman? Well, currently she is the ambassador of Germany. Influence peddling. And you know what else? The CCP gave this Biden Center. And by the way, Biden never graduated from UPenn. Biden graduated from Delaware University, although Biden will tell you that he graduated from Yale, he graduated from Harvard. Just a, a, res, a resume of lies. So why are we all about George Santos trying to make him quit when we're not making the president of the United States quit or impeach him? I'm not concerned about George Santos. I could care less about him. We're going to try to bring him on the show, but I could care less. As far as I'm concerned, he should stay there. The people put him there, let him stay there. They want him out, let him vote him out. Stop focusing all the attention on George Santos. We should be focusing on the president of the United States who has compromised our government. But going back to CCP, this center, the Biden Center at UPenn, $45 million. And you know those documents that they're talking about? And Andrew mentioned there's a second batch. They've been moved. The chain of command has been just all over. They left the White House. They went to UPenn. By the way, folks, they were there for six years, six years, right before the election. They knew about it. Merrick Garland knew about it when he decided to appoint a special prosecutor to look at why Trump had documents at his home in a private secure area as was requested as was requested by the library that's looking for the documents but Biden's documents didn't have that people look at the double standard here but it never happened yeah this to me pretty much puts an end to Merrick Garland being able to put any charges on President Trump because there's no way he could do that without just everyone being able to see that it would clearly be political with him just sitting on the sidelines as Joe Biden's just recently been caught doing the same thing. Well, Andrew, as I just said, if the media doesn't say anything about it, it never happened. We see it. So when people say, well, there's no way, I'm like, oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, he can. And he (laughs) probably will. He probably will. The same way Biden goes to the border for a picture taking up and they cleaned up the streets and the media said nothing about it. They said nothing about it. But wait a minute. Why did they clean up the streets? Why can't he see it in its real form? He goes there stumbling around. Whenever I see this guy walking, I'm like, 
oh gosh, this guy's going to fall. His gait is off. He's walking like an old, demented man. But if the media doesn't cover it, cover it, it never happened. So them cleaning up the streets and making a picture-perfect moment for Joe, that's what the media wanted to talk about. They won't talk about, wait, there were issues in El Paso, and El Paso is just half of the issues. Go to Arizona. Go to further into the southern border so you can see the real problem. But the media doesn't discuss it. It never happened. They will give you a picture-perfect little setup to say, wow, this is great. Joe did go to the border. And why is it someone asking and say, oh, so this was his first time going to the border? Oh, they won't ask him that. They'll keep this quiet, as quiet as it's kept. KPG, Kareem Jean-Pierre, she won't talk about that. Who is the worst, the worst White House representative we have, press secretary, we have ever had? The worst. And I tell you, we've had some. She's the worst, but the media won't call it out. Well, because she's a, a first uh, African, well, not well, Haitian, gay woman who's there, woman of color. And she reminds us all the time. She also reminds us that she's incompetent. She can barely speak. She can barely say words. She forgets what day it is. But let the media tell her, oh, she's the best thing since sliced bread. And you better accept it. Because we're not going to give you anything else. But you know what I want to ask? <laughs> What's really funny? Did Kamala, what is Kamala thinking about this now? Because, you know, she also went to El Paso. Huh? We'll talk about this on the other side of the break, Andrew. Yeah, Biden's woke picks are all blowing up. I mean, you look at the um, the climate guy that was the transgender that was stealing luggage. That guy was a woke hire. Uh, you look at Mayor Pete Buttigieg. He was a woke hire and he's been an absolute disaster. We can talk about that more later in the show. And then you've got... Uh, Kamala Harris, who she he picked just because she's black. And then we see the same thing with the press secretary. His woke hires have not been good, and it's been blowing up in his administration's face. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the povidone iodine-based nasal spray Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Cofix RX banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. 
America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And as I mentioned before the break, I talked about Secretary of Transportation, Pete Boot Edge Edge, who was a pick that was because he was a gay male. That's why he got that job. He's completely unqualified to be the Transportation Secretary. Uh, he was the mayor of Shithole, South Bend, Indiana, which is a dump other than Notre Dame University, as I've mentioned before. And then Biden gives him this high profile job because he dropped out of the race and made promises to Biden uh, or Biden essentially made promises to him that he would give him a cabinet position if he stopped challenging him for president. And that's exactly what we've seen happen. And it's been a disaster. Pete Buttigieg does not know what he's doing. Remember over the Christmas holidays, it was Southwest Airlines where people just had a nightmare getting their flights canceled. Uh, I don't know if pilots weren't showing up, but people were saying that there wasn't even any employees there when they'd show up for their flight. I mean, this is all under Pete Boot Edge Edge's hands, and we've seen it get even worse. I mean, earlier this week, flights were all grounded in the United States. Uh, some of the headlines were Pete Boot Edge Edge might be forced to fly commercial, which, ooh, what a shame that would be. But yeah, it's just another example of the Biden administration picking someone woke and completely unqualified for their job, and then they come in and do a bad job at it. And we see the results. Rob, what do you think of Pete Boot Edge Edge as transportation secretary? It's beginning to look like a joke, isn't it? It is a joke. And Poot Boot Edge Edge should not be there. He's only there, as you said, because he is a gay white man. He was a failed mayor of South Bend. And it's interesting how the media has just silenced the black voices out of South Bend saying that we don't want to hear what they have to say. Because they've come out and said, this guy is horrible. When he was getting, when he was running for the presidency, and they were like, oh, we're going to have the first gay president. No, we better not have the first gay president. If people elect him for president, they, again, they stole the election. <laughs> okay, let's just be honest. They stole the election because, for one, black men aren't going to vote for him. Hispanic men aren't going to vote for him. And certainly conservative white men aren't going to vote for him. Now, you got these liberal beta males who have sugar in their pants. Oh, they'll vote for him because they don't know which end is up. But these other groups, they're not going to vote for this guy because they know that he's incompetent. We need to put the kibosh on this whole woke agenda. We need to drive it back underground, seal it, and make certain that it never, ever returns. As I was saying the other night with Heather Robinson and B.B. Diamond, we were asking the question, if we've lost the battle and the war, and some instances, I think that we have. I think in a lot of instances we have. We've lost all of our institutions. We've lost the media. The media is right there with the left. And as I said, if they didn't say it happened, it never happened. How is it that you can wake up in the morning and you see that all flights have been canceled? Flights in the United States have not been canceled like this since 9-11. That's almost 20 years ago. Why now? How now did we get to this point? We saw the uproar of flights that were all messed up during Christmas. And now 
just on a regular day, the fights are all messed up and Buddha Edge Edge is coming out saying, well, I want to get to the bottom of this because we need to know what this man is out of his league. I don't care if he can speak six languages. I don't care if he served in the army briefly because he never saw combat. But they want you to think that he did. Okay. I don't care if he's married his partner, this other man, and they went out and adopted kids. I personally wouldn't have allowed it to happen. No way, OJ, uh-uh. But now because everything is lax, everything is woke, oh, let it happen, put it out front. This has got to stop. No, I'm not homophobic. But I'm concerned about the welfare of our children. I'm concerned about our country as a whole. I'm also concerned that we have a woke media that's in the pocket of the Democrats. Do you actually think if Trump was doing half thing what he was doing, that Joe Biden is doing, or his administration, that the media would be talking so flowerly about them? Absolutely not. When Trump was at one of a football game, I think it was at one of the uh, West Point, and he was walking down the rail, holding it so he wouldn't fall. Oh, there's something wrong with him. He's going crazy. Joe Biden is stumbling and fumbling and falling all over the place. Oh, this man, he's strong. He's powerful. He's good. He's weak. He's feeble. He's pathetic. He's destroying the country. But if the media never say, doesn't say it happened, it never happened. Our border blowing up at the scene. We can't get a judge to say, shut this down now. Because they're too woke. The airline crisis. No one is coming out saying this should have never happened. And this is the reason why it happened. Because of it, the incompetence from this White House. Then some will say, well, you can't blame Pete. You got to blame all these other people, like they said with Southwest. When Southwest had this whole kerfuffle, just a complete meltdown with people unable to get back to where they were coming from during the Christmas. Oh, no, don't blame Pete. This, this happens to be with Southwest. No, we're going to blame Pete. Why not? But if the media doesn't say it, well, we're not going to blame it. I just want to go back to this whole thing with the... Uh, Classified files. Now, remember, Trump, as the president, can declassify anything he wants to declassify. Now, the timing, of course, is questionable. Some will say, well, it has to be put in pay, he has to put it in writing. There's a process. You got to do this. Now, this is Bill Barr saying this. You know, Bill Barr, though he was uh, over the Department of Justice under Trump. Bill Barr, who came out and said that mail in ballots is a recipe for disaster and having uh, voting indefinitely is a recipe for disaster, that Bill Barr, the Bill Barr who came in and shut down the whole Russia collusion thing because he knew it was a lie and it was just an embarrassment on the American people and our Department of Justice and his dear friend Bob Mueller. But yeah, that, that Bill Barr, who had served other presidents also, who were serving Trump, but then had an about face because he saw that Trump, he couldn't control Trump. Trump was going to be Trump, came on all these TV stations and saying, oh, well, you know, he should be prosecuted. You just can't arbitrarily just declassify things, and he should. They should put him in jail. And I think they have enough. I think Merrick Garland has enough information. They should prosecute him, and they should do this. Even Michael Hayden, a former CIA intelligence officer who was over the CIA, came out and said that Trump should be uh, prosecuted and that he should be hung. Michael Hayden, the same Michael Hayden who signed his name, along with other fifty other intel agents, saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was possibly Russia disinformation. 
And now we're finding out from Twitter that it wasn't Russia disinformation. It was the truth. But because the media didn't acknowledge it, no one else has got to acknowledge it. And you have all these people out there, Americans, who are thinking, oh, no, it, it, it wasn't Russia disinformation. No, it was Russia disinformation. Hunter Biden laptop didn't exist, but it did exist. So going back to Bill Barr, because he was so eloquent and just wanted to come out on every station and denounce Trump, why won't they call Bill Barr now? Why won't they call Bill Barr and ask Bill Barr, Bill, you know, you said that Trump should be prosecuted because he took, he took declassified information and had it in all these certain locations. Now, mind you that there was a photo up there also that the FBI took the documents that they claimed Trump had and spread them all out as if though he was just like throwing them all over the place. So, Bill, what are your thoughts on the current occupant of the White House? Do you think that he should also be prosecuted? Michael Hayden, do you think that the current occupant of the White House should be tried and possibly hung for treason? I want to get them on the record. I want the media to get them on the record. Because I'm tired of this BS, these double standards. Put them on the record. Put the mic in front of them. Where's Bill now? Oh, he's hiding now. He doesn't want to say anything now. But see, now that the Republicans control the House, albeit by a thin margin, Andrew, I wouldn't invite them to come, them being Bill Barr, Michael Hayden. I would subpoena them so that there would be no mistake that we want your ass up here, and we want you to testify under oath. And in Bill Barr's case, that's a lot of ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a lot. It's still growing. <laughs> but yeah, I would say no, because I'm, I'm tired of being nice. That is the right. reason why when we saw what was playing out with who was going to be the Speaker of the House, and we saw Republicans holding out, I enjoyed every moment of it. And you know what? Right. That's democracy, Andrew. Mm -hmm. That's democracy. Now, the media... And it's infamous wisdom. They're saying, oh, you know, now with McCarthy, Paul, Kevin McCarthy, I almost said Paul McCarthy, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, he's wounded. He's a weak <laughs> leader and he's not going to be able to do this or that. You know why they're saying that? Because when he gets ready to put in all of his committees and they start launching these investigations, the media wants to be able to say, we told you he was weak because he really doesn't want to do this. But they're making him do this. You have all these Democrats coming in, oh, McCarthy, he's weak, and they're going to force him to do things. You got the media saying the same thing because, you know, they're all in cahoots. They all work together, collude, so that you can't know the truth. He doesn't really want to do this, but he's been forced to do it. No, he wants to do it. The American people wants him to do it. I want him to do it. I don't care what Adam Schiff says. I want these investigations because the Democrats did it. Now, some would say that's reciprocity. I don't care. Our reciprocity is getting to the truth. Theirs was just making up stuff. We know that the Democrats, the FBI, the CIA, and the media lied and cheated to help Biden not once but twice to help him win 2020. And then to help with the 2022 election, we know this for a fact. We have the evidence. We also know that as vice president, Joe Biden took documents, classified documents from the White House to his own private office, and then from there, move them somewhere else. We also know that the CCP, Chinese Communist Party, gave his 
this center, Biden Center, $45 million. We also know that within those documents is information on Ukraine. We need to get to the bottom of it, and the media will not cover it because it never happened if they don't talk about it. But you know what, Andrew? You know how to get them to cover it? I would subpoena everyone in the media at the high level, all the producers. Again, don't ask. You subpoena because when you ask, they can ham, they can haw, they can talk to the attorneys. No, you subpoena them. And you know who else? Subpoena Biden's attorney. Because why is it that Biden's attorney were moving documents, moving these classified documents? Why wouldn't the movers do it? And then the attorneys found the information. And, and just so happened that one of the attorneys was a female. You mean she's moving big boxes? Not that she probably can't do it, but still, I would subpoena her also. And you know what else I would do? I would subpoena Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff. Oh, you can't do that. That's never been done. Oh, really? Well, look at what they did to Trump's White House. I would subpoena them all. We, it's time to get serious. I, I'm tired of playing games. I would subpoena them. Well, if you, if you open up that Pandora box, they're going to do the same thing to the Republicans. So what? Let them do it. Maybe if they have that fear, Republicans will walk the thin line, and they won't do something that they shouldn't do. But have at it. Subpoena them all. I don't want – we extended an invitation for them to come. No. Bill Barr, we're going to subpoena your fat ass. Get up here. And don't make it like, oh, back in April. No, he's got to clear his calendar. No, we're going to subpoena you on this date, on our time. And if you don't show up, you will be arrested, plain and simple. We will make a recommendation because they can't arrest anyone, but they can make a referral recommendation. But once he's there, get him to testify. They say, you said this, you did that. And we have you under oath. And so that it's all transparent, the moment you put them there, and they start going off of the deep end with the lie, say, okay, put up on the board, put up on the big screen what they actually said. Now, do you deny this? And if they deny it, just have the wider, the, the uh, Capitol Police to arrest them right there on the site. See, this is how you get rid of this. And see, the reason why I would say do it that way, because then the media would be forced to cover it. They would be forced to cover it because they want to do the little sympathy party and say, oh, how could they do Bill like this? Can you believe they're calling the former speaker of the House? This is a vendetta. Okay, fine. But we're going to put her words up there, what she said about the Capitol Police on Jan 6 and what she actually did. Side by side. So when she lied, the American people will see that she lied. And then the media who would be reluctant to cover it would have no choice but to cover it. And then it did happen because the media will cover it. And until we get as strict as that and show them, we're not playing with you now. We mean business because you've destroyed this country. You've destroyed it at the border. You've destroyed all of our institution with all these woke lies. And now it's time for the truth to come out. This is the only way. There can be no other way. I know they're putting together these committees, but I mean, I sit here, we sit here every night, and we go through a laundry list as to what has been said and what happened, connecting the dots as to these incestuous relationships with the FBI, Elvis Chan, who worked, was working with Twitter, who knew James Baker, who was friends with Peter Stroke and Lisa Page, the same folks who sent out an email and a tweet saying, oh, don't worry, I mean, a text saying, don't worry, we got something for Trump, he'll never be president. And you mean to tell me that no one thinks that's suspicious, no one is going to look at that and say there's a problem with it? Then I heard someone say the other day, well, you know, 
you, you guys are attacking Adam Schiff, saying that he said that he had the information on Trump. But what about John Durham? John Durham said the same thing, and he couldn't even get a conviction. To me, that was a slap in the face. Because what they're saying is that, see that, John Durham had the information, but he still can't get a conviction because the fix was in. I would even have that judge to subpoena him to come before Congress. Now, some would say, oh, you're being a little radical. You're way out there. That's the only way to get to the truth, because what they did to influence an election, an American election, a United States of America election in 2020, by colluding together with the FBI, the CIA, big tech, and the media to throw the election Joe Biden's way by withholding information about Hunter Biden, saying it was a lie. And not only that, but they were actively engaged in different states, making certain that these states were able to monkey around with the ballots. And then the judges who looked the other way and said, oh, no, you can do it? No, Andrew, we have to get to the bottom of it. And the only way to do it is to subpoena all of them. And if we have to tear it all down to build it back up again, so be it. Because as I have been saying before, our nation's capital must leave D.C. and go somewhere else until we can clean out the swamp. Some will say, oh, but you're going to kill the economy of D.C. I don't care about the economy of D.C. They should have thought about that before they started colluding and creating a swamp. It's time to clean house. Pick this up on the other side of the break, Andrew. Yes, we will. And if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. You can go to HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD, and save 25% off your first order. Go to HealthyCell.com and use the promo code OUTLOUD and save 25% off your first order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com 
We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Going to finish up the third half of the show and discuss some of the more recent topics in politics. Kind of go through a few. The first thing I want to discuss in this third part is Byron Donaldson. His guy has been on fire since the uh, Speaker of the House um, Congress uh, setting. Byron Donaldson has come out. It's went against Joy Reid. He had a great appearance on her show where he fired back and I thought made Joy Reid look like an idiot, which isn't hard to do. But nonetheless, he went on there and he had a good showing for himself. And then this guy's wife, uh, Byron Donald's wife, this woman, I tell you what, she's a fighter. She's coming out swinging against these Democrats. Um, Her name is Erica Donald's. And she said, Byron and I have been together for 23 plus years, and the most racist attacks we experience are always from the left. They can't accept that a free-thinking black man achieves success on his own merits, and they sure as heck can't stand that he's married to me, who's a white woman. She says, cry harder, haters. And it's like, man, that's a great message from Byron Donald's wife, totally sticking up for her man, pointing out that the left is all about the race baiting and division. There's one thing that they cannot stand, and that's a black conservative, as Rob knows all too well. But the more I see out of this Byron Donald, the more I think that he would have been a great speaker of the House. And I think uh, his future is bright in the Republican Party. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on Byron Donald's uh, ever since the speaker vote? I think his star has went up significantly. Yeah, his star has gone up significantly. He is very outspoken. And we've said this from day one when he was elected uh from the southwest part of florida and was elected to the house that this guy is a person to contend with because he does not hold back he's always out front and center speaking and you got to appreciate that and the fact that he went on joy reed because she has attacked him on more than one occasion he went on and he just laid into her now of course she will come back and she'll say oh well i told him this no i'm sorry uh, misappropriation with your uh, bleach blonde hair, which is actually black hair. You did not. You're a fool. You're an imbecile. She should not be on, but she's there because she's a token. She's just, that's the only reason why she's on the air. And they <laughs> allow her to say all those silly comments. Now she is, she claims that he was a token. No, she's a token because and under any other circumstance, she would not be on TV. I'm just going to be honest with you. Her delivery is horrible. She makes all these salacious accusations. She attacks people. And she doesn't look like a person who you would want to see on TV. Let's just be honest, okay? Not to say that there are others that she, there are others that shouldn't be there, but let's just be honest. Okay, let's just be honest. Now, I'm not saying we want to see a blonde-haired woman. No, I'm not saying that. But there are a lot of other liberal black women who aren't angry like Joy, because she comes across as being angry and mad. And she's also homophobic. And MSNBC never got to the bottom of her tweets, whereby she went on and was saying a lot of horrible things. She claimed that her account was hacked. Now, who was it hacked by? Her. <laughs> the, the, the opposite of her, you know. But no, but see, but they, they won't say that again. Never happen if the media doesn't acknowledge it. So she's able to go out there and say and do whatever she wants to do, just like her her former uh, companion Tiffany Cross, whom they kicked off. She was horrible. Oh, that oh god, that woman was horrible. She it was she it was just like an hour of her grievances. 
that people are attacking her because she's a black woman. And this has happened. And ne never Man. anything positive. And she never said anything positive. Never. Byron's contending with all these black women on the left. You remember he took down Cori Bush last week. I mean, this Corey guy's Bush been busy. last week. Yes, she came out and she said that he was a token and he's being used and by to support white supremacy. See, these are key words that when said, uninformed black people will listen and go, oh yeah, that's right, you're right. Tiffany Cross, who was on MSNBC, MSNBC had attacked him also. Well, she's gone, like I said. And I think she they left. She got kicked off after she made some rather salacious remarks about him. Wow. I wish we could get rid of uh, Joy Reid also, because she's horrible. But like you said, Cori Bush, she's another one. They need to get rid. There are better people, black people, black women, who could serve in these positions other than the ones that they have yeah. here now. Because these women are coming across, they're fulfilling that stereotype of an angry black woman. That's what they're and, doing because there's never, never any. I, I hate to say it, but there's never anything positive that they're saying. I can't figure figure out how these leftists can get away with coming out and attacking black conservatives when it's clear they're attacking them for racist things. Like they think they're not very smart. They're saying, well, "Oh, you're not smart. You're being used by the conservatives." Yep. And um, we see this time and time again where anyone that's black and conservative. It's just like the gloves are off. They get attacked um, viciously by the media and a lot of the black pundits in particular. They take up this stance that, oh, if you don't think like me, you're racist and all this uh, garbage identity politics that we know the left likes to play. But uh, we just need to start throwing that back in their face and saying, what? So you think that he's stupid? You know, we, come out and to say it. Yep, we need to throw it back in their face. But as I said, because the media doesn't say anything about it, it is giving them carte blanche to say whatever they want to say and do whatever they want to do. I have experienced it. I experienced it on Twitter. I, just nonstop. Oh, you, well, I had someone to say, oh, well, that avatar, it, it has to be a white person. It's not a black person. Because a black person wouldn't say this. I remember once Arsenio Hall said the same thing. There are no black conservatives. And if you let the media say it, there are no black conservatives. You, you look at how they have labeled Conservatives as MAGA, the MAGA, ragamatic MAGA, ra ra radical MAGA, 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 MAGA. They're radical. They're radical. They have taken that and they've destroyed it. And I, I, we, we saw this earlier on. And I said Republicans better get control of this because they're trying to label everyone a radical who supports MAGA. And the reason being because MAGA is a powerful movement. Make America great again. Who doesn't want make America to be want America to be made great again? Who? That same. Those same words Bill Clinton has used, Obama has used, and even Joe Biden has used it, and he's used it recently in the White House. But see, they want you to associate that with white supremacy and Donald Trump. Right. Because they know by saying racist that that, that just gets a run out of a lot of people. And and you they're they're playing this to black people. But again, you got these white liberals. That will jump on the bandwagon. And yeah, that's right. That's right. It's like you guys are worthless. Don't vote. Don't do anything. Why don't you get in your private jets and go to another part of the world like you've been <laughs> promising? <laughs> but they won't do it. Now, Andrew, speaking of conservatives, black conservatives, we would be remiss if we did not take the time out and mention Lynette Hardaway, who was the diamond in Diamond and Silk. She recently passed suddenly. I'm surprised that a lot of the liberal outlets 
has barely covered this, has barely mentioned it. But tonight, here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, we're going to mention this because she was a powerful force in the conservative movement. She got behind Trump, she and her sister, during the early eight stages of his campaign. And they did not stop. Who was it that they went after? It was, uh, I know, it was the, the lady from uh, Fox News. There was a debate. Megan Kelly. And she came out and said that Trump hates all women, and that's what put them on the map. They went after her and said, don't you dare ask him a question like that. What do you mean? <laughs> and from that moment on, they just like blew up. They were everywhere. They were silenced by the left on Twitter on a lot of the other social media platforms because they were two black women. Right. I believe they also founded a right side broadcasting network, which oh, really? bro- broadcasts all the President Trump rallies. Yes, they were in charge of that. They so, were very uh, influential, very influential. Yeah, and absolutely. Very, and, and they didn't, they, a lot of people didn't like them. And there were, there were even some black conservatives who would say, oh, well, they're just a minstrel show. Oh, why would we put them out there? It's like, well, because their style has a bit of comedic, a comedic element to it. You want to just dismiss them, whereas other people can have it. And this is this is what people do when they say, like, well, we don't understand you and I don't like you. So I'm just going to just dismiss you completely. These were two powerful women who knew where they stood. Conservatism. We don't want to forget about Lynette Hardaway. And her contribution to conservatism, her contribution to getting Trump elected. And for people who say, oh, he's a racist, but they were always in the White House. And he came out on Truth Social and said the most kindest words about these two women. Beautiful message. Beautiful message. Awesome. But again, it never happened if the media doesn't cover it. And, you know, I got to say that I don't think Fox News has even mentioned it either. They mentioned it once just to say that she had died, but that's it. And see, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. Right, but a, but a football fall. player gets hurt, and we have to hear about it every single day for three weeks straight. I mean, just I'm, enough. Exactly. I'm not saying that's not a concern, but if you're going to speak about the football player who got hurt, then you also need to link that to, well, did he take the COVID vaccine? Right. Why does this kept? No one wants to say, oh, we can't. And Dr. Farachi even said, don't mention it. Why yeah. can't we? Yeah, shame on Fox News, because to me as a conservative, uh, Diamond passing away is a lot bigger story than some guy who plays a kid's game that probably hates America like the rest of the league um, getting hurt. And probably because of the vaccine is the reason that he had such a strong reaction. It was right after the game started. His adrenaline was up pumping. And they say that's where that myocarditis really takes effect is when your adrenaline gets pumping. So I wouldn't be surprised priced at all if it's linked to the vaccine but here we've got the media acting like you're some kind of despicable pos if you even try and link the fact that this guy might have just gotten vaxxed and boost we're not allowed to answer that question no i wonder what his political stance is because he does love god and I've, i've been reading up on him i've seen nothing negative and if he is in a person who loves god of course the media will play it down They won't say anything about it. And if he comes out and gives his testimony and say, this is because of God, 
that I'm here, oh, they will probably shut him down because, you know, they don't believe in God and they don't want to hear anything like this. So right now they're going to talk about him nonstop. But if he comes out and says, I'm a believer in God, believer in Christ, and I think that this vaccine might have caused this, boom, they will shut him down. Move on. Right. We don't want to that talk would, about it. That would that would be nice to hear, but I'm guessing he's going for the full cash in after this. I mean, his football career is probably over with. So uh, I don't blame him. I'd do the same thing, but he's probably going <laughs> to cash in while his name is um, so relevant like it is now. I mean, I'm sure he's got endorsement deals, all kinds of things where he'll be able to generate a ton of revenue for himself. Well, I think he could do the same thing if he were to come out and say he's a believer in Christ. But like you said, then too. You know how the left operates. They will shut you down. Look at what happened to Kirstie Allen. Very little was said about her when she died. Very little. And if it was some liberal right. who was living a wild lifestyle, they would talk about him nonstop. Oh, they did this and they did that. And you do you remember this? Do you remember? Like, I don't care about yeah. that. That uh, Anne Hayes or whatever, when she got ah. that car accident and died they didn't stop talking about it for like a week but kirstie alley who's a way bigger star they barely discussed when she spoke out against trump they loved it but the moment she turned and said no you guys are crazy this is too much they wanted to shut her down the same way they're doing with lynette hardaway and it's sad and conservatives have got to wake up you might not like the person's style but if it's the same message, hey, support them. And that just goes back to this whole George Santos thing and how they let's get rid of him. We need him out. Okay, kick him out. He's from New York. And let's say the governor replaces him with a Democrat. Then what? I, mean, I don't understand. I just don't understand. I'm not saying if he did all these things that it was right. But what I am saying is that you keep him there, you censor him and say, look, Betty, you better do the right thing because you're here by a thin hair. And we need for you to vote the way we want you to vote. Plain and simple. Well, he lied about his resume. Joe lied about his resume, and he continues to lie, and the media supports the lie. Right. We just got to get our act together. We've only got a couple minutes left. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, True Social? I've given this app about six months. I think I've been on it at least. And I thought it had some potential, but man, if you click a tweet, like say President Trump uh, makes a message, and you click and read the replies, there's just... It's just spread out all over the place. You can't read conversations that are taking place, like threads. I mean, it's just a mess. I, they badly need to fix true social. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it just came to my mind as we were talking about it. But, uh, man, that place is a mess, in my opinion. I've tried to use it. I want to use it. But it's just so user unfriendly. Have you had that experience? Well, yeah. What I do is that I do post a lot of our podcast on Truth Social Every so often, I'll look at it. I'll look at the main people who are saying things, people that used to follow on Twitter. It's kind of difficult to follow them sometimes. Like you said, it's all over the map. Trump says something, I'll look at that. But that's the extent of it. It's unfortunate because Twitter was the public square that a lot of people went to and that they used. And, 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 and that's okay. But what Twitter got wrong was that they were trying to censor people. And we know that they that big tech... Uh, had reached out to FBI and the CIA and the CIA, they were paying them $3 million to censor Republicans and they lied and say they weren't doing it. Now that we know that they were, quiet as is kept. Elon Musk is putting out all this information and he's putting out so much information. Now, interestingly enough, the media does quote Truth Social when someone says something on it, mainly Donald Trump. So they are looking at it. 
although they claim, oh, we're not going to look at it. They're looking at it because a lot of what he says is on Truth Social. Uh, so that's the potential that it has in that they are giving it uh, – what can I say? Uh, they're giving it airtime so that people know that it does exist. But in the end, as I said, if the media doesn't recognize it or say that it happened, it never happened. So everything that we're talking about, we're giving it legs because we know that it did take place. Now, before we close again, I want to say rest in peace, rest in love, Lynette Hardaway, the duo of Diamond and Silk. God bless you. You did contribute a lot. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much to everyone who joined us once again tonight for America Out Loud's After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which I said it's available every Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.